Facts episode. This is Jake here with Ben. Uh, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on all social media at couch underscore QBs. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating on Apple. Give us a nice review if you're feeling up for it. Um, we appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. Uh, ben, we just got done. We're recording here on a late Wednesday night. We just got done watching the first Wednesday afternoon football game I think I'll have watched and I think I'll probably ever watch again. Um, and the Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens 19-14. to um, It was a pretty ugly game all around, but the Ravens now 6-5, and five, and uh, it's, it's not looking great for them going forward here for the playoff race. The Ravens are falling out of the division. Yeah. It's dangerous waters for them. Yeah, and dropping one to the Steelers, especially, I think you're just, especially when the Browns are winning, it's scary. It just sucks. You, you, you'd rather, you'd hope COVID wasn't a factor, but you know it was. Oh, yeah. Like, this, this could have been such a better game. This was supposed to be, like, the best game for Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we're watching it six days later. Yeah, it was it was a mess. <laughs> it was you could like the they're just ravaged on the offensive line and that running back and Robert Griffin got hurt early in the game and just tried to play through it and you could just tell they were just uh, the Ravens are just out of sync. But yeah, now six and five, third place in the division, two games back of the Cleveland Browns for second place, and I mean they're on the outside looking in for the wild card. They're gonna need help going forward to even. Uh, even get into a spot here at this point and at the beginning of the year i mean i wouldn't subscribe to the theory that the ravens were going to be like the best team in the afc again i think at least personally i thought that the steelers were going to have more of a chance to be competitive in the division i did the not you didn't know you thought it was all ravens no i was fading the steelers from the get-go because i thought ben rothsburg was washed up which he kind of is kind but of but not he's enough not to take the team <laughs> not enough to take the team He's clearly better than the other two that they threw out there last, the whole year last year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, with a competent offense, their defense makes it happen. And I don't see many teams being able to beat the Steelers. No. Not going That's, forward. And well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the Steelers later on. They have a not a tough game this week, but it's, I mean, it's going to be interesting at least on Monday when they play football team because they're on a short week and you know Washington's got they got shit to play for actually and then we'll get into the NFC East and the abomination of that later on in the pod but uh but we'll start off we're gonna go with our week 13 picks and we're gonna start off with the game of the week this week and it is the Cleveland Browns eight and three traveling to Tennessee face the Titans also eight and three first place in the AFC South last week the Titans big win like and when we say big win they just absolutely obliterated the Colts on Sunday 45 26 the Brownies snuck out of Jacksonville with a 27 25 win um this huge AFC playoff implications in the wild card and the division for I mean both these teams really because the Browns I mean I know we're not thinking like division for the Browns right now but if if you subscribe to the theory that the Steelers aren't going to be undefeated and the Browns keep winning, that that Week 17 game could be could be very huge. interesting. Looking a little down the future, I know, but regardless, it's a huge AFC game with huge AFC implications. What are you looking for? As this is this is like your this is your game. This is I know. I'm so scared. I'm so scared because I, I at the beginning of the year I picked the Titans to be my secondary team, and now here my primary team is playing my secondary team. I don't trust the Browns at all to win this. But I think we might just get into a runoff. This is going to be a quick game that ends fast, where it's just going to be Derrick Henry running against Nick Chubb, basically. Mm-hmm. And whatever defense can come up with a stop here or there will be the one that wins. I th- but I don't think either of them will. And I, just, I think the Browns have an actual chance to beat the Titans, but I just don't want to get carried away. Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, the line on this game... Uh, let me get this up here quick again. It's it's six for the Titans. I feel like that's about right. A touchdown, about a touchdown. Um, I think it's just, it's just uh it's just dangerous for the Browns to get behind in this game. I mean, I'm not especially if it was in Cleveland, maybe that that would be a better chance if it regardless yeah. of the game going back and forth or whatever. But we've seen how the Titans can be at home and and just it, like last week has 
that's a different Titans team than right we've seen all year. Oh yeah, like, that was that we really haven't seen since the Bills game earlier in the year. Like they haven't looked that complete for a while. Yeah, and they finally and they need they they needed that like they couldn't lose to the Colts and get swept by the Colts. They'd have no shot in the division and be hanging around with the seven and four, six and five group that's in the AFC right now. So they needed that game. It was a they threw everything at them. So maybe that's maybe this is the letdown, and that's that's where I come in with the Browns, thinking that I mean I don't I like the way the Browns. Th- this game is going to be the styles that these two teams run. It's very very similar. Yeah, like um, these are like almost the same teams. They really are to an extent. Is Miles Garrett going to be back? Miles Garrett should be back. He was supposed to. I think he practiced today. He was supposed to. So, I subscribe to the theory that I mean he's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna make Ryan Tannehill's life a living hell all day Sunday. I and that might be their oh, best yeah. bet because this game is gonna. We know the running backs. The running backs are gonna get theirs in this game for sure. Chubb's gonna get his. Henry's gonna get his. It's gonna be about Kareem. And Kareem, yes, and Kareem. But who it's going to be about which one of these quarterbacks makes the plays when they need to make plays on third downs, uh, in pressure situations. And Tannehill's great under pressure, and he's great in those situations. And Baker, we haven't seen it yet. We just haven't. I'm not going to say he's bad at it, but we just haven't seen it yet, especially in a game like this. Like the Browns haven't. This is this is, this is historic. Be. This is historic for the Browns to be eight. First <laughs> off. <laughs> It really, I, yeah. Let's let's give them let's give them their flowers first because yeah, the fact that the Browns are in this position, game of the week, late this late in the season, eight and three, and in control for their own playoff spot, like it's it's been a long time coming. Yeah, and I mean, last year around this time, I mean, what was our right week? Nowhere close. And we're not that far away from an zero and sixteen season. The way you, I mean, when you think about it, and <laughs> yeah, it's good to finally see the team just coming together and having a winning season. But the 0-16 years are what keeps me just pessimistic about the Browns forever and just the disappointment. Well, yeah, it's, I, would, I can imagine it's hard to like, just get past that and just not want to. That's not, it's not an like emotional you're not, barrier. You're not that far removed from it either. That's the worst part. It's like Hugh, like Hugh Jackson's stench is still just like hanging around the room when they're in there. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun game. Like they're, This is a different Browns team than those teams, obviously. They're... Stefanski is doing a great job with them. Um, they just look like they, they just look like they go out and play hard, and they play for him. And they, the on the line is where that this game is going to be won and lost. So plus six, the Brownies are on the road. What do you got for the pick? Let's go Browns. Let's yep. go Browns. I'm riding with them. Finally, <laughs> they're going to smoke. <laughs> I'm going with them too. No, it's. I think it's going to be close. I still think the Titans are going to squeak it out, but. I think that the Brownies will be in that game. But the Brown schedule, we keep looking at the Brown schedule every every week on this podcast. But the next five weeks at Tennessee, home to Baltimore, which is a humongous game. It was already a humongous game, but now even more. Baltimore is going to be full-on desperation mode, and we'll see what they do this week. Uh, We'll talk about that later against Dallas. But then at both New York teams, those should be easier games for the Browns for sure. And then obviously that, that matchup with Pittsburgh at the end of the year. They could be super consequential. They could be. Depending on where the Chiefs end up, too. Mm-hmm. And where the Steelers end up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, the, I mean, the Steelers now. fighting for a bye there. After today, 11-0. and 0, And uh, they play football team this week. So we'll see. Who knows about that? But matchup with the Bills coming up Sunday night football. That's really the Steelers. That's, I mean, the Steelers have a couple tough matchups. That Browns matchup, obviously. But that's the one that's probably the best shot for a loss. I'm not just saying this because the Bills, I just don't think there's another team on the schedule that's going to be able to put up points on this defense. Like yeah. That defense today, I mean, obviously his backup quarterback, everything else, but... They get I, to the ball so ooh. quick. Yeah. That's what I was impressed with. They're they so literally fast. just put so many heads on a ball. Like, it's... They all just play, play good team defense, and they all hustle. Mm-hmm. So many times we're just back, like, the backside players just give up on plays. But not the Steelers. Nope. So they're the Steelers' two tough games that they have. They beat Baltimore today. We got, they got football team this week at the Bills, at Bengals, and then Colts-Browns. 
So that Colts game too could be tricky for the Steelers. So that's going to be like, it could be December 27th, might be snowing and Ooh. shitty weather. And that's a perfect game for the Colts to be in, honestly, too. So we'll see what happens with them later on. Let's move on to the other game of the week we've got in the four o'clock window. Uh, the, Car- the Cardinals, who after their Hail Mary a couple weeks ago, have just been on a slide. They're at six and five, and they're in danger of, there's teams right on their tail in that wild card race now. And, uh, and the division is still, you know, the, the Seahawks are more in control now, that, especially now that those games are done with the Cardinals. But the vision's still up in the air. For those so is, is Kyler Murray hurt? Is he hurt? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> he hasn't been playing that well. I thought I, I thought I heard somewhere that he had a shoulder injury. I'm not still sure. Lingering. It could be possible. I think last week, I don't think, I think we, I talked about it on this podcast last week. I thought that Belichick was going to be able to have a plan for, uh, for Kyler in that game. And he, he, I mean, he held him in check pretty well. Yeah. And I think that this will be the big, like, this is a huge test against the Rams, like defense. Cause the Rams defense is really good. I'll just be curious to see if he can get away from Aaron Donald. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's your ultimate test right there. Right. Yeah. I think this is like a, it's, it's, a desperation game for both of these teams, honestly. And that's kind of what worries me for the Cardinals in general is like, are they good enough to beat the Rams in a desperation type situation? Like with Aaron Donald, like that defense is going to be all over Kyler. I don't think the Cardinals are ready yet, but they're good. Just not, I just don't think they're ready for the the bright lights. Yeah. I think we should have pumped the brakes a couple weeks ago when we were talking about them as like, we we were freaking out. Well, that was because the Bills yeah. frequency bias, and they yeah the Bills and Kyler was just looking elect like everyone's we were talking MVP. Kyler MVP. Everyone yeah. wanted to be hopped on the MVP train, but yeah, still really good. I don't think as good as the Rams. No, I and the Rams last week that and that's why if the Rams had won last week, honestly, I'd have more faith in the Cardinals this week because the Rams wouldn't need this game as much. But the Rams, the Rams just can't beat the Niners. They've lost the last four times they played the Niners. For whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number there. So now the Rams seven and four. They're a game back of the Seahawks, but they still play Seattle at some point. So this is the Rams need this game for the division. And I said, <laughs> I'm done trying to make proclamations on the Rams. I came last week. I was like, oh, the Rams are my favorite. And then they go out and shit the bed against the Niners and the problems that they have are it's golf. Like in golf, sometimes if the right team playing against him, he can't do anything. And that's what happened with him against the Niners. Yeah. And I think we agree on golf where he does everything right when he's put in the right situation. Yeah. And everything's very moving with him. Anytime things start to break down and he gets pressure is where he looks the worst. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's why a team like the Niners can just be so effective because they just get pressure with that front four and it's game over for golf once there's pressure in his face. Like, exactly. he really can't do anything. Uh, so what do you got on this one? With cards, cards, Rams, we've got a spread of minus three for the Rams on the road. On the road. Let's go Rams. Yep. See, uh, let's see a, see a big Rams game. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> I wouldn't feel good betting it, but <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'm not. That's a coin flip. The spreads have got, also gotten very good <laughs> coming down the stretch. Yeah, we're right at that point now. We saw <laughs> saw Monday night. Oh my god, I, the the Seahawks Eagles game was that's the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen in my life. I'm honestly. glad I avoided that one. Yep, me too. And if, if you didn't know, if you if you weren't aware of it, it was that line was six and a half, and the Eagles went for two when they scored with like what. <laughs> 10 seconds left for no reason to get within six instead. I think to cover, maybe Doug had, maybe Dougie had some money on. He knew he was going to be out of a job soon. He's like, fuck, bro, I need to get him some bread here quick. I, I get it. I get why people think it's all rigged. Yeah. When something like that <laughs> happens, like that. you're like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, uh, like people that, like, I never subscribe to the fact, like, people always think, like, oh, it's scripted. Well, maybe it is when shit like that happens. <laughs> maybe someone is calling in from Buffalo Wild Wings, hitting a button. Yeah, that was one of those moments. That was like when you saw and there was also the intentional dude. grounding call they missed on Carson Wentz. All right, dude, I was sitting in my room. I was sitting in my living room, flipping the fuck out about that. I was like, "How are you going to miss that?" I was like, "How are you not going to call?" Well, he threw it to a coach. And then on TV, they were like, "Oh yeah, there's. It looks like it was. It got there." I was like, "No." I was like, "It didn't get anywhere." 
I was like, it was nowhere. It was like three yards short of the of the line. Like it wasn't even close. And they just went on forward. But whatever. They wanted the Eagles to try to be good, and the Eagles are just. I, I that's. I don't have an Eagles rant again. I believed in the Eagles at the beginning of this year. I thought Wentz might have a good year. And even Monday night. He's having the worst year ever. Even, dude, that, that, that one graphic on it was he's last or first in interception sacks and fumbles. Like, yeah. oh, my God, bro. That's that's just that's a no new level of terrible. He just tries to do so much all the time. Yeah. It looks like he's trying. Like, and well, they don't have anything around him, and their line is horrible. Like, there were so many times the, the Seahawks' defensive line is not that good, and every time he dropped back, they were just in his face. And it was just like, dude, what's going on here? This the play calling was a mess. Like, it wasn't helping him out at all. I thought, I thought, I, I've thought it for a bunch of games for the Eagles this year, but I was like, it, this is the one. Like, they if they're gonna do anything, like a gritty late season win. Exactly. Some Take of them pull of the them out of the depths. Take control of the division. Win a game you need to win. National TV. You're at home. And get hot late. No. If you get if you go on like a four game stretch late and just heat up out of nowhere, like you you can make a push for it. But that's just not in any of these teams in the in the NFC East. Yep. It's just uh, it's they can just, still make the playoffs. It's just a shit show. A complete shit show. <laughs> they still can't make the playoffs. They are still only a what? They're three. They're three seven and one now. So they're a half game out of the of the division. Of the win, they're a win behind the Giants and the football team. So what? What a horrible division. I can't believe the NFC East is like that. Like I wish Dak was healthy and we would at least have the Cowboys being like six and five. That would be nice, but. What are you going to do? All right, let's move on to the AFC playoff races. We'll, we'll get to the NFC East games in a minute. Actually, you know what? Let's just do the NFCs. Let's get them out of the way here. Uh, we got Giants, Seahawks. Um, I mean, no Daniel Jones. It's going to be Colt McCoy getting a start. Oh, no, is it? Yeah. What did Daniel oh, Dan Jones take care Yeah, he hurt his hamstring. Um, so he might. he's probably going to be out a couple weeks. The Seahawks, we were just talking about them. But they're in the driver's seat now. And it's in... Seattle, it's a minus 10 for the Seahawks. There's no way I see the Giants. What's the coming. weather like? It's a good question. <laughs> Probably horrible in Seattle Probably this coming year. I can't, none, of it will, none of this bodes well for the Giants. No, I think the Giants are looking at a pretty, pretty gross end of their year. Yeah, they've got a brutal schedule coming up. Um, let's, i got to look at this again. But they got to play the Browns. They do have to play the Browns. I think they still have to play the... Uh, I'm just gonna oh, I'm gonna bring it up here quick. Just give me one second. Um, yeah, it's at Seahawks hosting the Cardinals, hosting the Browns, at the Ravens hosting the Cowboys. So I was a little excited for the Giants to like make the playoffs, maybe make a run there, and I don't think that they're gonna win any of those games. Honestly, maybe the Cowboys, but rest in peace, Giants. It was a good season. It was a good run. All right, so we're both on the Seahawks there minus ten. I don't know. About my, I would tease it, but yes. <laughs> get that, get that I'm just going with this. I'm going that game's going to be a blowout I think alright football team Steelers this game is happening Monday at 5 o'clock for another Monday night doubleheader like we had earlier in the season because of the um, they pushed it back because the Steelers played today obviously so they didn't want to put them out there on Sunday um, but football team big win on Thanksgiving they're in control in the division right now they're tied with the Steelers or not with the Steelers with the Giants in first place um, so I, I mean, maybe like th- that defense is good. That defense is good. Uh, the spread for that game is, um, I don't know. I wonder if there is a line for this game right now. I see I nine and a half. It. You see nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't see it here on the, on this spread, but nine and a half. Um, there's not a world where I see the off at them scoring enough points in this game, but I think it's going to be an ugly game because the football team's defense is pretty solid. Yeah, get. I don't want to take the over, or the under. <laughs> <laughs> I would say because, the, because they put up forty-one last week and they look good. Obviously, well, that's the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Antonio Gibson's not going to look like fucking no. Marshall Falk against the <laughs> against very Steelers. True. But yeah, give me Washington plus nine and a half. There's a lot of pressure on the Steelers right now to stay perfect. I think. I still, I think that's a mental thing. Well, I think, or that, I might just be making it up. Well, I just. 
I think a thing that always happens in football, especially is you get, there's always let down games and there's always look ahead games, right? Like you, we always yeah. talk about those types of games. Well, the Steelers are, are in a weird schedule right now. Those, these two games are all wonky. This is a, this is the biggest rivalry, you know, the Steelers Ravens, they always get up for that game. And then that football, they have this football team game sandwiched in between Sunday night football in Buffalo, which when that next week, when everybody, that game, when that game's coming up, that's going to be like the whole week. Everybody's just going to be hyping it up, talking about it, talk, especially if the Steelers are still undefeated. At oh, yeah. No, it's going to be huge. And so I just wonder if this is the game where they kind of just get caught lacking like they did against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. And maybe football team's good enough to, you know, get some turnovers and make it a game. But I'm counting. I'm saying Steelers get to twelve and zero and get a win, but I think it's going to be close, like you. Give me Washington. Give it to me. I'm excited, right. and they've had. They're going to have a week and a half. Exactly. They've they had a lot of time to rest and prepare. They played on Thursday. Yeah, and I can play until next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange. It's really been <laughs> so weird. It's going to be so weird. Five o'clock Monday. All right. So the Sunday. 4.30 national game for us, unfortunately, is we have to watch the Philadelphia Eagles again. And they will be playing at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay stomps the Bears on Sunday night, which that's like a, that's a pastime that I love. Sunday night football, oh, yeah. Packers-Bears, just utter domination of the Bears. Just to remind them that they're, that they're, the, they're not as good every single time they play. And Mitchell, just the face when he throws those picks coming off the field and he just looks confused. He's like, what? What happened there? It's just, it's, I can't, if I was a Bears fan, I would just be It'd absolutely be infuriated. Well, the sad thing is that I liked watching Mitch Trubisky play more than Nick Foles. Hold on. Houston has agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to Washington for John Wall in a first round pick. <laughs> So who, we got breaking basketball news here. Holy shit. So who's in Washington that? It's Bradley Beal. No, it's Russ. Beal's gone. No, he's still there. It's Russ and Brad Beal and John Wall and James Harden. <laughs> what? Actually, that's like trading kind of the same type player. It really is. I mean, the Russ must have – well, Wall, Wall must have really wanted to get out of there. They both won it after out. he did. Yeah. Well, after they said that he was going to get traded, but that, that I think Harden really wanted Russ gone too. All right. Anyways, I just, I checked my phone quick and I saw <laughs> Woj Bob. Holy shit. I was like, wow. Russ and Wash. That's going to, that's going to be, Russ and Beal will be kind of fun actually. All right. Anyways, let's get back to this. Uh, NFC East, the last game in the NFC East this week, Dallas, Baltimore. Uh, do you have a line on this? Because I don't have a line on my screen here because that game just happened. Dallas, Baltimore, nothing yet. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna, I don't know, We're probably not going to get a line depending on Lamar because Lamar might be back for that game, supposedly. He could be back since it got pushed back to Tuesday. I'm going to say it'll probably be Baltimore by three. It's in Dallas, right? I would say Baltimore by three, Baltimore by four. Something like that. seven at least. You think? I don't know how much respect they're going to get. Dallas just got beat up by Washington. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're gonna the Ravens need that game too. Whatever it is, I'm taking the Ravens. The Cowboys aren't gonna beat their desperate Ravens. Their Ravens are gonna just run all over them. Could get ugly. Yeah. All right. So we're on the same page there. All right. Yes, that, that's our. That's. I'm glad we got the NFCs. Nice. Get it out of the way. Good football teams now. Yes. Playoff races. The AFC. So the wild card race in the AFC is heating up right now. We have four big games to uh, discuss. Maybe one of these games is kind of, eh, but I we'll see. It's the one game is kind of, and eh, we'll start with that, I guess. New England at the Chargers because the Patriots are five and six. They're still on the outside looking in by you know quite a bit in the standings right now, but I don't think it's like crazy to think that they could get themselves back in there with the you know they've got. I think they play this week. They play this week against the. Uh, they play this week against the Chargers. They play the Dolphins coming up soon. They have a game against the Bills coming up soon. Uh, I'm trying to get their schedule up, and then my computer's not loading. But what do you think about – what do you think – what are your thoughts about Chargers-Patriots going into this? Chargers-Patriots? Yeah. I think the Chargers probably come out of that with a win. You think so? I think so. I like the Chargers. And I just pick them. I just hate – it's a pick. It's I just pick. hate – I, I – 
Okay, so the Patriots at Chargers, at Rams, at Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Yeah, that's that's kind of a tough tough sledding to get back into a playoff spot. But um, I can't pick Anthony Lynn over Bill Belichick. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's – I mean, the coaching edge is obviously with yeah. the Patriots. That's why I have trouble with it. The Chargers are better. Like, they're just – they have more skill. They have more talent. But we saw what – I just think we saw what Bill did last week to Kyler. Like, he's probably going to have a plan for Herbert, too. They, they, Yeah, I mean, they do figure out ways to just mess up offenses no matter what. Yeah. Like, doing this defense is still good. And the Chargers have miraculously found ways to lose games this year just over and over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, what, that's how you end up at 3-8. and eight. <laughs> So, it's not out of the question. Yeah, I'm going I'm going I'm going Pats just because I believe in Bill here, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers it's I don't think either of these this is like the game I put in the AFC playoff race to kind of just like get it sneak it in there a little bit, but I think the Pats are kind of like a too rough of a go to it go with it for the next couple They're weeks. a fringe they're a fringe playoff team. Especially they're gonna fringe go wild card team. right to the Rams. Like the Rams are probably gonna do whatever they want with them that game. Oh yeah. Yeah, and the, the Pats really can't afford to lose again if they want to make the playoffs. So you're going to the Pats or you're going to the, the Chargers? <laughs> I want to go with the Chargers, I right. think. Oh, go for maybe it. Maybe not. <laughs> don't bet on it. That's, if you're, that's how you're feeling, don't bet on it. Yeah, I would avoid. <laughs> All right, Houston Indy. Um, Indy coming off a terrible loss, as like we talked about earlier. They're 7-4 and four now. Still, in the, still holding the playoff spot currently over uh, – they're in the seventh seed right now, so they would go to Kansas City to play. Um, and Deshaun Watson on Thanksgiving was a superstar, and he's been balling out since Bill O'Brien got fired. I don't think there's a coincidence there. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? I think the Colts probably contain him. I think the Colts will probably come away with a win here, especially because this, like, this is a big game for the Colts. It is huge. So I, especially dropping last week to the Titans, yeah, I think you have a bounce back win out of the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Colts are going to – the line on here is um, minus three and a half Colts. I would probably take the Colts on that, but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, actually, you know what? I'm taking the three and a half. I take that half point because I think it's going to be like – I think that's the type of game like 31-28, you know, 28-27, 20, something like that. Deshaun's going to get – he's going to ball out. He's going to play well. But without Will Fuller too now going out, that's, that's going to be tough for them. Yeah, to I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, but the Colts that would put them to eight and four, and uh, that's why that we talked about earlier with that Titans game so huge because the Colts could be right back in the division race after this week. You hear a pin drop? <laughs> Getting nervous? I know. Getting down uh, to? I'm so excited that there's four five weeks. games, five games left for everybody. It's kind of crazy. We're already here. All right, let's go to Cincy at Miami, which was supposed to be Burrowers Tua which would have been amazing, like seeing those two go back at it. Instead, we're getting Brandon Allen versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. So not as exciting of a matchup, not as no. sexy of a matchup. Um, this game, honestly, I won't pay any attention to this game probably on Sunday because I think Cincy's pretty terrible now, and the Dolphins, you know, they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're 11.5-point favorites. I'm taking the Dolphins there. I'm taking Fitzmagic. Yeah, I think that Joe Burrow was the only reason the Bengals were functioning. Mm-hmm. So I think that with, I mean, and Fitzmagic, I mean, has obviously looked, he was playing well. He was playing enough to be a starting, a lot of people thought a starting quarterback for the Dolphins. Like when they put, they brought two yeah. in, people were like, why the hell are you doing that? It doesn't make <laughs> sense. So I think that, yeah, 11 and a half is a lot, but. Since he's not, that, the, especially uh, the way Miami plays defense, like on the road, it's just, they're probably at four turnovers or something. It's, it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Miami. They're Miami trying to keep pace there too. They'd get the eight backup quarterback. Here. They're starting Brandon Allen. Yikes! Yeah, it's not not good. It was bad. I watched a bunch of that Giants game last week, and it was just it was hideous, bro. It was just it was terrible quarterbacking all over the field between Daniel Jones, Colt McCoy, and Brandon Allen. Just it was ugly. But um, so yeah, let's move on. The last game in the A. Well, I mean, not the last big game in the AFC playoff race, but with these wild card teams, Vegas. We hate the Raiders now, right? Like we're oh, we hate I the fucking hate we're the Raiders, the Raiders forever. <laughs> how did, how, okay, let me just rant. How yeah. the fuck did they go into they go and play against the Chiefs and almost beat the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the best team in the league? So we think, 
And then they come out and they drop. <laughs> they lose to the Falcons. How do you lose to the Falcons? Not even lose, bro. Obliterated. Obliterated. They it was Derek Carr, the pumpkin came out for Derek Carr, bro. He started he's turning the ball over. I was watching the game. We both we both bet on the Raiders on Sunday. Everyone and their fucking brother did. Yeah, everybody bet on the Raiders Sunday. And I remember watching them red zone, like within the first 10 minutes of this game, red zone popped up and there were two turnovers by Derek Carr in the first 10 minutes. I was like, oh, so this is the game we're gonna get from the Raiders today. And even at the half, it was still only like 13 to three. I was like, okay, the Falcon, this is the Falcons we're talking about. Like they can yeah. still fuck this up. I still felt okay about it. And it was just, it wasn't meant to be like, I don't know what the hell happened. I, I mean, the, the, maybe they just put everything into trying to beat the chiefs and they just, it was huge letdown going West to East and play a bad team. They thought they were just going to walk in and be like, Oh, we almost beat the chiefs so we can come smack this team. And they clearly no. can't, but that's why, like, Derek Carr, like, everybody's trying to hype up Derek Carr for the last couple of weeks and this whole year. That's what. That's where he fucks you is those games because he has those games, and what do you do? You can't do anything. You're just screwed when he turns it over like that. Good. Then go shut up their ass. I was high <laughs> on them for, like, a week. They're I mean, I've been talking shit about them all year, and they finally look good. And I'm like, oh, you know, good for them. You know, they, they're out there duking it out with the Chiefs. And I got, I got too high on them. And they just I, I think they'll, all every football person, anybody who follows football, got too high on the Raiders. I think we were all excited, we were all hyped up. We were like, "Oh, the Raiders! Like they're they beat the Chiefs." That's going to look so weird now that they're the only team to beat the Chiefs so far this year, and maybe will be the only team to beat the Chiefs this year because they shouldn't. They shouldn't have, and they they don't look like they, they had two in two close games. Yeah, like it's not like I don't know, man. Rivalry games are weird. I think that's what you go down to. The Raiders' schedule the rest of the way is not easy either. They At the Jets, I mean, all right, so let's get this game out of the way quick because they're, they're going to beat the Jets, right? They're minus eight yeah. in New York. And if this is the game that the Jets get their first win, then, oh, my God, Chucky's never going to hear the end of it from anybody. I promise that. Uh, but they have at the Jets, then they host the Colts next week, which is a huge, 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 huge AFC wildcard game, obviously. Then they're hosting the Chargers on a Thursday night. Hosting the Dolphins, which another huge, huge. That's a Saturday. That's the day after Christmas, Saturday night. That's gonna. Be I'm getting. So, I'm getting. Just for the record, I'm getting so excited just talking about these games. Oh, I know because like wild. Like, there's there's elimination so games. The, yeah, oh, so much on the line. I can't wait. And then at the Broncos, end of the year, which is not a gimme. I mean, if the Broncos have quarterbacks, it's not a gimme. So we'll see what happens, man. I, I don't have a lot of faith in the Raiders getting into those spots, and the AFC is kind of, kind of working itself out now you know, with the teams that they're going to be in these playoff spots. Um, so that's, that's it for the AFC picture. The NFC picture is, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of movement here. I really don't. Maybe the Vikings right here. And we'll talk, let's talk about the Vikings here quick. They play in Jacksonville this week. Um, they had a crazy win last week. I thought they were going to lose that. I thought they blew that game to Carolina. I thought it was going to be the Teddy Bridgewater revenge game and it did look like it for a second but they snuck out of there with a one-point win um and they're right just a game behind the cardinals and we know we talked about the cardinals having that um tough game this week vikings minus 10 at home against the jags um i'm taking the vikes in that i I just think the jags are pretty terrible you watch the jags this week what do you think about them i don't know they kind of got it close to the browns so they made me nervous but (laughs) so i i still don't think they're good i think they stink um i think their best bet is I didn't even really know this guy. This James Robinson. Are you familiar? Yeah. Runs the hell out of the ball. But other than that, stinks. Yeah, they're they're a bad team. Uh, that playing at home, different Browns. You know, going into the, that, it was hot there and everything. Browns have been used to like the worst Shit weather possible. <laughs> so I think it was just I think it's a weird game, and that's like a game that you can get caught up. But going into Minnesota, they're not stopping Dalvin. There's not they're not doing anything. Dalvin Cook. No. I, so that that would put them at six and six. They're right there. Um, but yeah, and then the other two matchups here, the other matchup we really need to talk about for the wild card, and I don't think we really need to talk about it, but we kind of do these four and seven lions at the five and six bears and the bears are bears are right there. I mean, they're five and six, they get a win here, six and six, who knows, but we watched that Mitchell experience Sunday night and it was exactly what we remembered it to be. Absolutely. It's miserable. It's horrible. It's just so painful. 
I couldn't imagine being a Bears fan. Like I like the, at least the the Bills traded the pick for Mahomes, and that's always something that's going to sit with me very hard. But at least like Josh Allen is shown to be a a fran- uh, franchise quarterback, confident. He's very good. The Bears picked Mitchell. They traded up to pick Mitchell over Mahomes and Deshaun, and they have to sit there and watch that every night. I, I can't imagine. It's got to be horrible. It's just got to be terrible to sit there and watch that. And they're not even bad enough to like go get a quarterback. That's the thing is they're still good enough to just be mediocre. Yeah, because their defense carries them a lot, like yeah. so much. But their offense just sucks so bad. Like we said last week, they're what the Colts they were. They were supposed to be the Colts this year, mm-hmm. but they're they're not. They just suck. Yeah. And yeah, and, and knowing that you missed out on like the greatest quarterback of a generation, Pat Mahomes, <laughs> like it's it's camp for Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and me. I think I still think they should be starting Mitch Trubisky though. I don't know why they're not like. Oh yeah, he's starting this week. Good. I mean, just he's I the only just, chance they have to like to yeah. get an offense going, which is horrible to say. But Foles can't like at least he can no. run. At least he can move. Yeah, like build like a little bit of continuity maybe, mm-hmm. and maybe if you make the playoffs, at least you have that to roll with. That everyone's at least familiar. It's not these. It's not <laughs> switching out quarterbacks. Nick Foles, Mitch, like. Just keep it consistent. This is the type of game I think they win, though. I mean, like, and that's the thing is that they beat up on these bad teams. The Lions fired their coach. Maybe that'll be the maybe, maybe, and maybe that'll be the boost for the Lions. Maybe that's the Lions. Like, they get that fired coach. Like, all teams always when they fire their coach. Like, we see with the Texans right now. So maybe they'll feel relieved. I mean, Pete, players were kicking Patricia Sahas on not his way out. Like, they were roasting him on Twitter saying like you get what you deserve former players like so it wasn't it wasn't like they're gonna miss matt patricia who was saying this i didn't see this oh i saw it was former players i saw eric ebron send out a tweet um there was somebody else too i can't remember the time i had but i remember him saying like eric ebron's always talking shit on twitter he is he's he sucks (laughs) (laughs) there were just there were a lot of lions players that were yeah uh, let's just say they weren't too upset to see matt patricia lose his job no getting 41 put on you when you're supposed to be like the defensive guru yeah you're not the defensive guru no it makes me think like i listened to a podcast a couple weeks ago and they were talking about patricia getting hired and it was uh they're saying like when the pats were trying to get him hired like they were pointing out like a big pr press like get him a job and i'm like oh bill was just trying to get rid of him like bill knew he sucked but didn't want to fire him so he's like oh yeah he's a defensive mastermind and people trust bill belichick and the lions <laughs> the lions fell for but it. it was really just the bill belichick show yeah which we should we sh- you should always just know that you should assume that it's all bill belichick's yeah it's all in his control and just look at that guy like he doesn't look like a head coach of an nfl team i'm not trying to be, like talk shit but he really just like that doesn't he doesn't listening to him like he doesn't seem like he inspires them and i obviously that's true at this point but you got to be able to build some trust and inspire people if you're going to be a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Poor Lions. He doesn't do it for me. Poor, poor Detroit. They're right. just doomed. Minus three for the Bears. I'm going, I'm going Lions. I'm going with the bounce back. I don't want to see the Bears near the playoff picture, so I'm just putting all my goodwill towards the city of Detroit this week. Give me the Bears. <laughs> I want to see the Bears do it. Mitchell. Did we make a pick for Green Bay Philly earlier? I don't think we did. It was eight and a half for Green Bay. Um, I'm taking Green Bay. Does Philly backdoor cover again? Oh God! You know what? Yeah, I'm actually I'm taking Philly because yeah, he, Doug Peterson's gonna kick like a 57 yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. Time expires to lose by to seven. cover. <laughs> um, all right, so that uh, let's talk, let's let's run to, through uh, New Orleans and Atlanta real quick. And you know what? We can we can talk about this with Denver and KC as one of our primetime matchups, the Sunday night game because. Let's talk about New Orleans and Denver real quick. Last week with the battle of no quarterbacks where Taysom Hill had, I don't know how many yards passing it was, but it was not a lot. And the Broncos quarterbacks, um, as most of you I'm sure know, their quarterback room um, had to be quarantined and couldn't play because of COVID. So they all three of them, all three of them. So they had Kendall Hinton, who was a quarterback in college and high school but has not played quarterback. He won states in high school. Yeah, he's a, he was a stud. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you that you can't, no one, that we should not take good quarterbacks for granted because it is very hard to play quarterback in the NFL because this dude came in and it was just, I, I had it on because I thought it was going to be fun and it wasn't fun. It was just sad. 
Yeah, you felt bad for him. And I'm just looking now, and he had a um, QBR of zero. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Oh man, poor guy. Like, yeah, that's the thing is he can't. You know what? At least he got his moment. Like he was never like he. That's probably a dream of his his whole life was to play a game quarterback in the NFL. And even though it was absolutely terrible, like I hope he has a good perspective on it to be like because he didn't even get a practice. Like when you have a situation like that, you at least hope you can get like a week of practice with the guy and you know get him some reps. He didn't even get that. No. He just got thrown in there and just like hey. Here you go. You know how to throw the ball a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Poor so guy. they had a total of 113 yards of offense. Oof. I didn't realize that until I'm looking at it now. Or 112, excuse me. It's tough. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's insane. And this, that's the thing is that, like, maybe if they were playing a worse team, it would have been easier. But the Saints' are, defense is nasty. And so that. Especially yeah. when they know you're not going to throw it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to run every time. Uh, it was poor guy, but uh, all right. So Nola, they are playing at Atlanta this week. Um, the line is minus two and a half only, which that kind of looks surprising to me. But I mean, it's Taysom Hill, so I think that's that's the Vegas effect. They he's not going to be able to put up. They're not an all explosive offense, and when they played a couple weeks ago in New Orleans, that game was that game was it was twenty to nine or twenty four to nine or whatever it ended yeah. up. Um, I'm still going to go Saints here just because I don't think the Falcons are good, but I'm not betting on it against the Falcons at home again. That's for damn sure. No, I'm taking the Saints here. <laughs> Taysom Hill, I, you know, I, I always fade Taysom Hill, but you know, I think he's good enough to just just to get it done. Yeah, do what he needs to do. All right, well, let's move on to the Sunday nighter. We have the Denver Broncos, who will hopefully have a quarterback this week. They're supposed to have Drew Locke. Blake Bortles. Or Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is the COVID quarterback now, and that's what I want, really. I need. I want the Blake Bortles Sunday night, uh, Sunday night affair, but we'll see what happens. They travel to Kansas City to face Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Chiefs are 13.5-point favorites, and the Chiefs last week beat up. And see, it ended 27-14 or 27-24 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. No, they beat up on the Buccaneers. It was a they beat up on the Buccaneers. Dude, Tyreek Hill, how many yards did Tyreek Hill have in the first half? I don't imagine. It was like at least <laughs> was, 180, right? Was, I think it was over 200 he had in the first half by the end of it. It was just like they can do whatever they want at all times. It really doesn't matter. Like they took their foot off the gas, and that's why the Tampa was able to get back into that game. But no one ever thought Tampa was going to win that game no matter what. No, and seeing it was made me sad to see um, Tom Brady with the miscues. Yeah, that he, he never makes. He it's never has these miscues, and it's like him, now it's it's hard. Him and Bruce Arians, like they're just not on the same page. You can just tell he's just not comfortable. Yeah, and we keep giving him the excuse of well, they haven't played long enough. They haven't played, but now it doesn't matter. Now you need yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah, now they're only seven and five, and they're hanging on for dear life there. So, but this is about we're talking about the Chiefs here. This is the Chiefs Broncos. Um, Mahomes, it, it was just, it was amazing to watch. Like, it's always amazing to watch. I don't take it for granted, but that first half, just they, <laughs> the speed sometimes, like it's, it's always somebody, right? Like it's a different person every game who's, who's the star. And it was the Tyreek game this time. He ended up 13 catches, 269 yards and three touchdowns. Well, the star is always Pat Mahomes. It's well, just yeah. what receiver he picks. <laughs> yeah. He's just be the guy and be like, all right, you're going to be the guy that's going to beat them up all game. So I'm just going to throw to you the entire time. So is Pat Mahomes the MVP? Oh yeah, it's not even a question. Like I, we talk about all these other guys, but like the person who's been getting glossed over is just Pat Mahomes, just being better than everyone else. Yeah, I think that we were t- all the MVP talking at the beginning of the year. It's like that. It's like the LeBron effect of the MVP race. You know what I mean? Like we didn't. No one wants to just say it's Mahomes all year because it's kind of boring and it's not great for yeah the conversation I, I like this. It's not it's not as fun to talk about. It's not moving much. But it doesn't matter at this point because he's just on a different level than anybody else in the world at this point. And that was the official passing, passing of the torch gate. Not that it already wasn't passed, but that was the official, like this, this is the next guy. We know that this yeah. is the next guy. I think everyone was really hoping that this game would be similar to when they played um, against new England. Mm-hmm. Was that, that was last year, right? Yes. And it wasn't that a crazy shootout too, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And then the AFC title game a couple years ago too. Yeah. That game, yeah. And unfortunately, Tom's lagging now and right now he has oh geez. Right now he has thirty touchdowns and two picks. Like that's you can't even say it. and there's five games left. He makes it look easy to play quarterback. 
Yeah, that like, even the even the third down conversion at the end of the game to seal the game. Like that play is go back and watch that play anybody's listening to this. It's unreal. He rolls to his left, which first of all, quarterbacks usually don't roll their left or it usually doesn't go well when they roll their left. They get pressure, like they kind of blow the play up and he like stops on a dime, resets his feet, takes like two steps up forward and then just throws a rocket to Tyreek Hill. Like yeah. the way, the the, uh, the balance and just it's uh, it's surreal still every time I see it. I'm picking the Chiefs to cover, and I'm only that game's only going to be interesting to see the fireworks that the Chiefs can put off for like the first half. Are they in Denver? Nope. It's in Kansas City. <sighs> I don't know why this is Sunday Night Football. It's Sunday Night Football because Mahomes is going to be on. Yeah, and watch, but geez, everyone just wants to see a five touchdown Mahomes game. Mm-hmm. How far do you think Pat Mahomes could throw a football in Denver? Oh man. 100. <laughs> Give me a whole field, like He could probably throw 90 yards. Yeah, honestly. I, I, I believe he could get it to 90. I think he said he topped out at, like, what, 80-something? Him and Josh Allen both said they topped out at, like, 80-something. But in mile high? Yeah, mile high, I think it's going <laughs> 90 at least. I think, yeah. And there, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many, I put on here, how many points can Mahomes score on a Sunday night? I'm hoping for 60. I want to see like 63 to 7. Oh. I vividly remember I vividly remember a game around this time of the year, I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, it was exactly around this time of year. It was uh the year the Patriots were undefeated in the regular season. There was mm-hmm. a Sunday night game in Buffalo. The Bills were 6 and 5, Pats were 11 and 0. And so you could tell how hyped up everybody in Buffalo was. They're like, "Oh yeah, fuck, whatever. 56 to 7." That's what I'm expecting from this game. That's the kind of that's the kind of game I'm expecting. Someone in the dirt. Yeah, I just remember Randy. I saw two long Randy Moss touchdowns just burned in my memory. My dad was at that game too. Oh, my dad. It's a cold night. Was that in Buffalo? Yep, it's a cold cold, night in Buffalo. Cold long night. Uh, Speaking of the Bills, the Monday Nighter. We this is a pretty damn good Monday night game. For we got a couple good ones next couple weeks on Monday night. Um, And this is the Bills. Returning to the scene of the crime in Arizona because the the Niners can't play in Santa Clara County anymore because of COVID restrictions. So they're going to be playing in Arizona. The Bills. I didn't know that. They can't play there because of. Yeah, you can't play contact sports for the next three weeks in Santa Clara County. They, not even if you're getting paid millions? Nope. And they're going to bring millions in tax revenue? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. They're trying to, I mean, the, you know, COVID surges I, everywhere. It makes sense, I guess. But it's just like, my, I was talking to my mom about this earlier too. And she was like, okay, but in Arizona, like they're, they're, they're surging just as bad. Like she, she said some stats to me, like, it's so why is it like making it's like, because they're going to let it, Arizona's going to let it happen. Yeah. Or just smarter than Arizona. That's, that's why, like, there's no rhyme or reason behind this shit. Like, it's just they're going to get the games off however they get the games off. I just think it's hilarious that the Bills wouldn't have been back in Arizona for eight years where that play happened a couple weeks ago, the Hail Mary, and now three weeks later they have to return there for Monday Night Football against the Niners. Like that's just – I don't know if it's cruel or it's like immediate redemption. I guess we'll see. Immediate redemption game. That's what I'm thinking too. Um, but this is the Niners too in the NFC playoff race we were talking about earlier. They're five and six. They're right there too, um, and they've looked good, but – I mean, Mullen, and last, they just have the not Rams number. Like, I feel like that was more the explanation of last week than anything else. Rivalry game, like, like we talk about rivalry, like, you just, you get up for those games differently. Yeah. I mean, I think that the Bills should be able to take this, right? What's the spread up, did you say? Um, I think it's Bills minus one and a half right now. I think it moved down. Yeah. Bills minus one and a half currently. Yeah. I'll take Buffalo on this, right? I'm taking the Bills too. I think they're, they're just, it's going to be a close game because the Niners do the things well that hurt the Bills the most. They, they're going to run the shit out of the ball, and they're going to get pressure with four guys, and that's what's going to bother the Bills. But the Bills' offense is just – they're too good to – they're going to outduel Nick Mullins. Like, they're going to put up two yeah. for Nick Mullins to keep track or keep up with them. That's not the type of team that can keep up with the Bills. No. And even if they do get after Josh Allen, I think they'll still be able to figure it out. Yeah, I mean the Bills have too many weapons. Like if the if they're getting after Josh and doing, they're just going to switch it up and just they'll do something to they'll figure out a way to be effective. But the Bills are going to have lapses too because last week they they wanted to throw that game away to the Chargers. They had three turnovers and three drives at the end of that game when they were up by ten. They easily could have killed them. Let up another hail mary. 
to the Chargers at the end of the game too. Like there's just stupid little things that they need to clean up. Small lapses. They're still yeah, they're still the better team than that. But um, it's a good Monday night game at least. Like I mean, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be better than last week's game, that's for sure. I mean, I look forward to. It. I can't wait. Yeah. And then, so that's the, well, we talked about Baltimore-Dallas. That's on Tuesday night now. So we will have a Wednesday night, we'll have two Tuesday night games this year. That's just absurd to me. <laughs> it's just so weird. So there's, on Monday, it's just, you need to keep your schedule straight this weekend. Monday night, it is 5 o'clock Steelers football team, 8.15 Bills Niners, and then Tuesday at 8 o'clock, is Cowboys Ravens. This is an extended weekend. Yeah. I love it, dude. Let's keep it rolling. Like this is football all day, every day. Like it's midweek NFL matching. I just hope that they can keep this up. I'm getting nervous that they're gonna eventually cancel a game, but it doesn't seem like they will. I'm wondering if when they come across a game that doesn't matter in week like fifteen. Yeah, like a team will they push the play playoff it? race. I yeah. think I think that's what they're kind of waiting for is like because with that with that Saints game, I mean, they, first of all, they did, they weren't going to make the Broncos not play because it was the Broncos' fault. That's essentially what they said. They're like, it's your fault, so you have to deal with the repercussions, which that's fair. Like, it was the quarterback's fault. They dealt with that, whatever. But like you said, if it's week 16, 15, and it's two, three, and eight teams, like, why would they need to play a game? Why do you need to rush? Like, they're not going to push that game back to Tuesday. No. They're just going to cancel it. But I think these games with playoff races implications, they're going to want to keep keep on the schedule as much as they can. Hopefully, we get by without anything the next couple weeks. I don't know if that's even possible at this point, but we're going to keep our fingers crossed and hope it is. Yes, yes, we are. No we more positive tests. We hope for the best. Next week in the NFL, this is a not a great week slate of games in the NFL. But next week, week fourteen, just a quick look ahead. It's going to be a pretty. It's a pretty like. We're finally getting into the thick of it here, as you were talking about earlier. But week 14 is like the first week where we get some like big time matchups. We got Rams. It's Rams Patriots to start Thursday night, which that'll be that'll be fun. No matter what happens with the Pats this week against the Chargers, that's going to be a fun matchup. We have Miami hosting Kansas City next week, which will be a very interesting game. Um, maybe the Kansas City's first loss in Miami. I don't really think so, but who knows? Um, Minnesota Tampa, which could be like an NFC wild card elimination game, basically. Indian Indian Vegas, same thing. Um, New Orleans Philly, <laughs> maybe it could be big for could Philly. Be, could be big. Football team Niners is huge, kind of for Washington too. And then we get Sunday and Monday. This is the best Sunday Monday night combination we'll have all year with Pittsburgh at Buffalo and then Baltimore at Cleveland. I, I can't wait for this. Oh gosh, that's gonna, gonna be so nice. It's gonna be so much fun, though. It'll be we so get your team. Fun. We get your team on Sunday night for, our, then we get me on Monday. Josh oh, Allen in prime time is always a treat, no matter what. Maybe not for me, but it's gonna be a treat for somebody in this country, in the United States watching. So, what's he gonna do? Oh, he's gonna do something stupid. He's gonna do something he's, ridiculous. He's gonna have a. I'm sure he's gonna have a good game, but there's gonna be a couple plays where you're like, oh my god, what is what's going on here? So we'll see. That that's it next week, though. We'll get to that when we talk about our picks next week. We'll go deep dive on week 14. This was the week 13 picks, though. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the slate of games this week. <laughs>